Hi guys, this is Liz Fletcher, and today I am hosting Indie Film Cafe, and my guests are actually the creator of it, uh, Jonathan Moody, and we've also got Jason Zlatkis, a very successful actor from Los Angeles, joining us today, and we are reviewing the movie fear ink yay fear ink. to think about it because i was um when i went to watch it again on tubi today um so this was the second time i was searching for murder ink and i was like <laughs> why can i not find it <laughs> uh, did mur- yes, is, is there comes- something called murder ink i feel like that's a thing job rules job rules record label is it <laughs> Ja, ja Rule's record label is Murder really? Ink. Well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You learn something new every day. <laughs> well, so yeah, we're watching. A... We watched Fear Inc. Yes, Fear Inc. Um, and it was. That was a fairly recent film, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like in the 2016. last 2016. 2016. Okay. Um, so this film is about a company that when haunted houses and scary movies aren't enough and you just want that extra thrill in your life there is this company that will basically come out and torment you and kind of mess with your psyche and everything as well and uh it was actually very good i i really enjoyed it i mean Within the first five minutes, you see Abigail Breslin. That's why <laughs> that's why I messaged you. I said, "Is this a, is this okay for Indie Film Cafe?" Uh, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I think you meant yeah, you messaged me that. And um, I mean, big stars are in indie movies all the time. You know, yeah. um, it just depends on their budget. Just because a movie is is called an indie project, it doesn't necessarily mean the budget is like you know twenty thousand dollars or something you know like so this was definitely a a higher budgeted indie but you know um classy higher independent you know yeah no i thought it was very well done um i didn't i mean the acting was great the cinematography was good the music everything it was just it was good it didn't really feel like an indie film to me well, you know what? We'll get right into more of that after we listen to some mood music. Mood music, yes. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back and we are discussing the horror film Fear Inc. Fear Inc. You know, um, so had you you never heard of this before, Liz? Now, when you invited me to pick the movie and host, I just went on Tubi and started just randomly looking through different horror films, and that one just po- kind of popped out to me. So I and picked she- it and started watching it. I was like, man, this is really good. Yeah, and Jason, you hadn't seen it either. I had not seen the film. Um, I had heard of it, but I had not seen okay. the seen the movie. Mm-hmm. So, did you see it in like a trailer or something? 
I must have I must have come across it at some point. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, I used to be like really into finding those kind of movies and that kind of stuff. So it must have popped up at some point for me. Um, it, I must have seen it on, or maybe I knew someone that worked on it. I'm not really sure. It was before, that movie came out before I was an actor. So I must have seen it as a trailer. Mm. Or maybe maybe in Fangoria. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, it, it was funny because I, I don't think... It... I felt like I've heard of it, you know, but I didn't ever see it. So when I saw when you picked it, I was like, ooh, you know, and then I saw that it had three of my favorite actors. And well, I mean, I love Abigail Breslin, of course, Mm -hmm. but also I have Patrick Brenna from Sandlot. And it had I love Sandlot. Sandlot's like one of my my favorite films. (laughs) And he's the one who says the the very famous line of you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. lucky him to like have such an iconic line um and then uh it also starred chris marquette who if you've ever seen like just friends or the girl next door or some of my favorite movies like that from that time chris marquette is like a fantastic actor and he played one of the friends you know um so i just i loved it like it was it was a lot better like i mean i didn't know going in how I mean, even with a great cast, you can still have a bad movie. Yeah, you know. So I didn't know, but did, I felt like a... the script was really good too. Mm-hmm. Did the movie have a theatrical run? Because maybe I had seen it in the theater not not actually seen the film, but seen a poster for it or something. I feel like maybe it was in the theater at some point. Maybe, um, maybe not. It feel, I feels know. like if it were, it was like a um like a small like limited run which you could still see if you're like if you go like amc or one of those bigger you know uh theaters but uh i don't i don't know i've never i don't think so but 2016 i don't remember what was showing then right um but i know like it feels because there was another movie called fear clinic that came out around that time too so um maybe you'll little earlier but um it started like robert england um and this oh, is wow. a bit different than that movie um both but uh so anybody want to want to take a stab at the story do you want to do that liz like the story of the movie a stab a stab <laughs> that didn't look right well so the film opens with um, these friends. The lead character is this guy who's between jobs, a.k.a. Um, basically milking, milking his girlfriend. Um, and he kind of is tired with his life. I mean, he's enjoying it, but he just is missing, like, a spark or something to just make life better so they go to this haunted house and nobody's impressed because <laughs> nobody's impressed by haunted houses anymore um and have you been to a haunted house this year yeah um yeah yeah we did actually um okay and this one was actually really good this yeah, was in yeah. gatlinburg um and it's <laughs> it's an actual haunted house like an old old house that's haunted apparently but they have turned it into a haunted house like an attraction 
And it was like a haunted house mixed with an escape room. Wow. Because it's not just a regular straight path. You have to kind of push your way through some of the walls in there. It was crazy. So, yeah, that's I was actually a little bit scared in that one. But a lot of other haunted houses, though, you know, they're just really cheesy. And people are kind of desensitized to a lot of stuff nowadays. So what about you, Jason? Have you been to one this year? I went to Shacktoberfest, which is uh, down here at the Queen Mary. And it's like a collection of haunted houses. And it's run by Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. I, awesome. It, was, it was man cool. It was mad cool. And I was on the guest list. So it was even more fun. <laughs> and I uh, so I got to go to that. And, you know, I wouldn't say they were scary, but they were really cool. Like they were themed, you know, like one was a clown and one was um, one was like a giant bug that you went inside and it was like a blow up thing. And that was that was like I wouldn't say it was scary, but it was really cool. They had a lot of props. They had a lot of effects. There was a, there was one that was like underwater, like as if you were in a drowned submarine. There was one that was like a pirate ship. So they had like different areas you would go in and do those things. So I wouldn't say it was scary, but I did enjoy going to and you know seeing the cool themes and the costumes. And they had a lot of uh, a lot of makeup, you know, a lot of people in costume and a lot of that kind of stuff. So it was pretty cool. And you know, it was it was well funded, I guess. So it was a, it was a good one. Yeah. I um I did Hallow Scream in and uh, Bush Gardens, and um and so when I was watching this movie, I could definitely relate to the main guy because a I'm a huge horror nut, and b mm-hmm. I feel like horror films really have desensitized me to fear. Like right, you know? right. And so when I'm walking around, I'm like I'm not scared. Like people are jumping at us, but I'm like I feel like I'm expecting it. So it's not fun. Yeah. But there was a couple days I was alone in my house and I would hear things, you know, and it would actually freak me out, you know, like real life stuff. Yeah. And so I started like this movie really started making me think like, like if I were actually put into a situation where somebody was coming after me for real, you know, and they could touch me and it was like, you know, like, like that, I would. I would be terrified. I mean, this movie didn't terrify me, right? Yeah. Still a movie, you know? And I still feel that way. I don't I feel like no films have like terrified me lately, you know, or anything. Like yeah. um, but real life would scare the shit out of me. So I love the movie for that, you know. Um, right. Uh I guess continue. Uh, I just wanted to, to make that, you know, thing for all of us. So when they leave this haunted house, there's this um, guy who I, I don't know the actor, but I did recognize him, um, who was part of the horror team. Oh, the... from some soccer movie from when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, no, so... You know well, baseball. He's no, as well as baseball and soccer. He was in the big green as he well. He was in the Sandlot, wasn't he? Yeah. He's the Sandlot kid. He's the catcher. He's yes. the catcher. He's the mm-hmm. gr- okay. great Hambino. I knew I recognized him. Um, so he tells these friends who were kind of not scared at all by this haunted house that if they want a real scare or to really feel fear, call this number and gives them a business card. So this guy who's just kind of bored with life 
and board in general ends up calling this number on the card. He doesn't really get to tell them much. He just, um, this guy answers and says they're on a wait list or they're all out of scares or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't realize that that kind of set off the whole getting into the getting scared part, um, being terrorized basically. Right. <laughs> and um, I like that just when you think you know what's going on it changes like i know Mm -hmm. part of that was kind of anticipated you know typical kind of thing but like you didn't know who was involved in it the whole time yeah you didn't know a lot of like the if the the friends were involved because uh at one point they're i guess they brought their friends to like stay from maryland you know mm-hmm. and uh by the way one of my favorite characters in the whole movie was that uh it was the the neighborhood neighborhood watch guy you yeah know? oh my gosh i loved that guy he was he's just... oh, he's ahead. from the office he's from office space yep. and he in the office space his name is bill yes. and he gets he's the guy who gets hit by the car and then builds yes. the jumps to conclusions Matt. I, that guy yes. That guy's awesome. Yeah, he's a he's yeah. a great character actor, and he basically basically played the same character, the like over panicked yeah. kind of like wide eyed guy, you know. Uh, so that was he. I thought he was the best part. <laughs> yeah, he was he also was in uh, what is it? Uh, he was in uh, Hatchet, uh, the Adam Green movie Hatchet, um, slasher film flick, and uh, it was because it, it, that actually had a lot of comedy people playing, like you know on horror film but it also had comedy in it so it worked you know or whatever this movie had some comedy in it which was nice yeah it wasn't like straight up like everything was dramatic or something you know like i would have been bored if that was the case you know at least this was fun no i like anytime even if you have a serious a more serious movie or an action movie i just feel like it breaks it up so much mm-hmm. to have a little bit of humor in there it that's why guardians of the galaxy is my favorite because there's so much humor and realism in there yeah for sure that's uh one of my favorites too um but yeah i i adored the comedy i adored the writing mm-hmm. as you said before which i actually told you earlier you know when you picked it and i looked it up and everything um luke barnett who wrote it i worked with him on a couple projects a couple lifetime projects one specifically that is not available you can't watch it in the states it's some like it's available other places and i can rent it in spanish you know (laughs) but i'm like i i don't know like i'd rather like somehow hope that they they bring it to the the states or something so that i can watch or i mean it's time to go on amazon and and buy a spanish dictionary i could just google translate if i need to um you play the movie with english subtitles (laughs) that's true i don't know if there are english subtitles or not but i i know like the only way i could watch it was through like a uh spanish uh I guess movie uh mm-hmm. streaming platform and i was like mm, i mean download it for six bucks for that for the month and everything and just for that movie i was like i'll i think i'll wait 
you know, if it comes there. But it was really nice. It was a cool, like, we had a really cool scene and stuff where he kind of picked on me. And uh, I really wanted to see it because it was fun. But, you know, whatever. You know, but he did a great job writing this this film, you know. like Yeah, the script was excellent, I felt like. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were, and we'll get into it, but there were, I think there was one thing, and I told you about it earlier, that I didn't like. But aside from that, I was I was pretty impressed by it, so... Um, oh you're, you're talking about the end yeah but we'll get to that that's okay you know let's <laughs> let's wait so i, I want to tackle that as its own like thing but we, i guess we haven't even gotten to to mu too much of the story i mean um what i did like and i want to hear your guys thoughts on it is the uh what is it um shoot uh the the idea that they did a bunch of movies as the stuff so Liz, what was your thought on like, like everything was like it started off with like Scream, then it went to like Saul, and then went, you know went all over the place. But it was different films or Shining. It started with The Shining, mm -hmm. and all these other things. And he was starting to notice that. Oh God, this is awesome. I didn't actually catch that part until the end because maybe that I didn't really recognize the other references. But when they mentioned what's your favorite kill scene in a movie and they were talking about the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones, yeah. that was the only mo horror movie reference that I caught. Okay. What about you, Jason? Yeah, I caught him, especially the, um, the, the shining scene was really obvious. The guy yeah. they picked looked like Jack Nicholson and he was wearing a red coat. And he came in and he was yelling at him. And, you know, I, that I really understood. And, uh, um, you know, obviously the Friday 13th reference with the, the pinning them to the tree with the arrows and, um, you know, and it felt like, you know, a lot of scream in a lot of ways that they were, you know, he was talking about like, oh, this is like a horror movie and this is like that. So it was, it was almost like borrowed from scream in some of the, some of the aspects as, as far as tributing other horror movies, you know, and obviously the game, um, you know, and they even mentioned it to me, this, this movie felt a lot yeah. like the game. It was, it was, you know, totally the game. I mean, it's pretty much the game. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you don't know what's real or what's not. And they even, he ever right. mentions that, like, you don't know in the movie, the game, he, Michael Douglas doesn't know if it's real or what's not, you know, real and everything. And I was interested. I, I don't think I've ever seen the game. I want to, I know of it. Um, I just never, I mean, there's so many movies I haven't seen. It's just like, you know. The they, game is a, they referenced that in the movie? They did. They did. Okay, he that's what I thought. Yeah. I remembered that. It, it, basically, the game is a big-budget version of this movie. Right. You know? <laughs> or this movie's a low-budget version of the game, really. Yeah. Right. Which I think was probably the point, you know? Like, maybe the writer, Luke, was watching it and was like, you're watching the game. was like, I can make a low-budget version movie i'm sure i'm and sure then, it's too close yeah and then they even okay, like he didn't even care he was like i'm gonna just rip it off and i'm gonna tell everybody i'm ripping it off <laughs> he really yeah. like stuffed it in their face too with yeah. the reference <laughs> yeah it made me want to watch the game is what happened yeah yeah that's i'm, I'm gonna watch it now <laughs> now i need to buy it. it's on criterion you know which is one of the best you know blu-ray kind of thing so i i do need to buy it but i like david fincher who did like Fight Club? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that's the director of the game. So I, I, uh, he mentions Fincher in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just there's a lot. Of, like it really did feel like Scream because the main guy really felt like Randy from Scream. He knows, like, if Randy could get a hot Australian girlfriend, you know, which I, I was like, what in the world? This guy does not seem like yeah, the guy. Yeah, I don't that, know why she was with him. I, 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 my only guess is that she likes his sense of humor. You know, because like that's all I saw from him. <laughs> Actually, he had now a good... that I think of it, I I don't know. I think I may know why she's with him. <laughs> I right. never really their, their chemistry. Their their chemistry didn't really work for me. You know, I they, I didn't see that they were in a relationship really at all. Oh, you know, I I didn't get that from the movie. That I mean, I understood that they were telling us that, but I didn't <laughs> see you know why why that was going on at all. Like, yeah. you know, you he, didn't he just, he, Oh, go ahead. You know, she's like, why don't you clean the garage? And he's all, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> like, like, like he doesn't he doesn't really bring anything to the table. He doesn't, yeah. yeah. I, and she I mean, she allows all of this stuff to happen for him, like to get his fulfillment. And he like, I mean, Honestly, it, it, it kind of is a hard thing to say, like, he's not grateful for it, you know, because, like, she puts him through hell, you know, at times. And I know it's the game, you know, like, it's it's uh, Fear, Inc. that's doing that. But mm-hmm. they are telling them, they're telling them they're having their friends. And I guess, I mean, this is going to be spoiler, by the way. Like, if anybody has not seen this movie, we're going to, we're about to spoil some really big shit here. So... Just go watch it on TV for free. <laughs> but uh, they they basically have their friends, you know. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, they have um, the two friends that are there from Maryland in on the the whole thing with the right. girlfriend. So well, they're playing around. Wonders, what part of me wonders? Did somebody else plan it aside from him? Maybe he didn't know that they had already set it up. No, that's well, it. That is what happened. The girl, yeah. the okay, girl okay. and the friends, the girl and the friends had already set it up. They knew he would like it. And so they were already in on it together. Because okay, they, that's they were what all part thinking. of it. That's what <laughs> I think too. It's never fully said. It is said. I, is it said? Yeah, what they do. Said? They say it in the movie. She goes, Oh, we thought you would like this. And the friends are like, Yeah, man, this is, we thought this was cool. We thought this was what yeah, you Yeah, you're right. Because you're right. he thought she was dead. And then she shows up in the ca- the cafe right and then he kill- well, and then she he would have smalls. had to have been in on it he, he kills smalls he kills he, the sand- <laughs> he says, says it was yeah he kills the sandlot guy at yeah, one it, point or whatever it's too bad but he, she- he didn't say i killed you smalls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have been nice but like really it would not have fit with that because he was freaking the fuck out he was just like oh my god um but uh yeah, uh, or no, he should have said, "You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing right. me." Right, he, he that should have been in the movie because <laughs> they talk about all these other movies. They don't reference the one movie the kid is from. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. That would have been that great. Was ki- that that, that was a, that was a missed opportunity. Like even if it wasn't written in the script, because obviously, uh, it might not have been written in the script because whatever. But it would have been great improv. You know, some of those yeah. are, right. some of those are the best. But uh, um, I would have loved that. I would have been like, yes. But the only problem was we didn't know who the person was behind the mask. 
So if he had said, you're killing me, Smalls, you're killing me, would have been like, oh, that's the guy from Sandlot that's dying right now. Like the oh, whole right. big idea was the reveal, you know, at that time. Uh, but right, right, right. Uh, yeah, so it is said at the end, I guess, really, and and sort of also when the guy comes in and the, the girl's like got the like the arrow through her head, she's like, oh, my God, you know, this was so much fun and everything. And he's like, "Uh oh, <laughs> you know, I I just like ruined this thing. But he didn't. That was all planned. Was it like was it all like because they would have had to like be so elaborate and they would have had to tell every single person that this is the plan so this guy yeah. is going to come in here do this do this do this all these things are going to happen we're going to kill you we're going to kill you we're going to tie you up we're going to do all these things then he's going to kill this guy right and then you're going to think he killed this guy then we're he's going to have to try to bury the body out in the middle of nowhere you know, we're going to come chase him, right? It's so elaborate that, like... That's why it's so expensive. I know. They it's talked so... about it at one point, that when they were talking about the rumors of it, that it was crazy expensive. But who paid for it? Was, I guess, the girlfriend then, must have. Because she was the one who oh, sort of loaded. Oh, that's true. She was an heiress. Yeah, so she must have paid that's for true. it. That's true. And I'm guessing it started all the way back before... Uh, before that thing, because remember, uh, the one friend mentioned that his, uh, I guess his boss had done the thing. Now I'm guessing that was Abigail Breslin in the beginning of the movie had done the, um, uh, done the game before had done fear, um, uh, had done fear, uh, ink. And so she, he had already set it up with, um, uh, you know, he had already known about it. So right. he must have set it up, probably talked to the girlfriend, said, hey, I would love to do this. You're, you know, our our boy is talking about how he's never scared about anything. Yeah. Let's uh, so bring him to this crappy haunted house, make him complain. Then that guy's going to come in, talk, you know, give us the card, give you the card. And then yeah. I'm going to tell him not to do it because me telling him not to do it is what is he going to do? He's going to do it. So he's going to call that guy up. And then they're not going to tell you because the whole idea is they don't say, uh, you know, they, they don't they don't tell you we're coming. You know, they say their mm -hmm. tickets are sold out and then they hang up on you. <laughs> Which, by the way, that was too. Leslie Jordan at the end. And he sadly, he just passed away in a car accident. Um, mm -hmm. But I was so happy to see him because I love that guy. He's been in a lot of stuff. You know. Yeah, I noticed he had a cameo there at the end, but it occurred to me also that they uh, that they had um, set it up from the beginning that that yeah. you know none of it was even the haunted house thing and him being approached by the Sandlot, um, you know that was all part of it, uh, you know. And even at the game, he kills somebody in the game, and it's like you know he's like, oh, I thought you know I murdered him, and then it turns out it's not murder, you know, the whole bit. So that yeah. was part of it too, you know. But the thing we talked about with me and Liz talked about, and she liked it, I guess. She liked the ending. I did not like that they murdered them at the end because it, to me, it just brings up questions at the end now that could that didn't need to be brought up. Like, if they had yeah. just ended it with them all being happy that they survived this thing and then get the call for the next group, you know, and then you're like, oh, shit, the next group is going to have to deal with this. 
of course there has to be a twist at the end but like that twist was so um sort of like i just felt like it it, it like what are they gonna so they're gonna they're gonna bury bodies and nobody's gonna question the no cops ever gonna ever question that these people are missing and and, right. and figure this out somehow you know like yeah if you're gonna bother to kill them at the end why bother to gather them all in there and then be like oh it's cool let's all have a beer yeah right. i mean <laughs> you know? it, it's for us the audience because we think like everything's all good but it's not you know and that's the idea right. or whatever and i'm just like i thought the whole idea was that they were supposed to scare the people like that's it they weren't ever supposed to kill you you know like that was you know and so for them to kill them at the end i felt like that was sort of a uh sort of a cheap horror thing you know and had they just dropped that i think the movie would have been great you know would have been like perfect almost you know well i didn't understand the ending reference where they were like this is uh you know this is your your i couldn't we couldn't let it go without the best death scene and i didn't know what scene they were referring to yeah they were it, referring to the um the red wedding scene on game of thrones where have you guys watched that i have no. it's been a while but know. somebody okay. gets their throat cut like that yeah you know? um Yes, I I haven't watched it in a while, but it's a very iconic scene where oh. one of the um and one of the um clans. I know it's not a clan, but that's the only word I can think of right now. <laughs> and each of the clans, like one of the main sons, his wife is pregnant, and there's this banquet, and his f- whole family's there, and this uh, this opposing clan comes in in there and just murders everyone and, and all i think of they stand main, behind them yeah yeah like these, all of these main characters are killed in this episode it's yeah. crazy it is so that's it what they were one referring of the, to and it was one of the saddest episodes too if i recall oh, because yeah, for sure. you were actually really attached to a few of these characters Absolutely. that they were just like you know what we're just gonna kill them off and yeah. uh that was that was so i didn't even i didn't catch that because even though he mentions the red wedding earlier on game of thrones and they're like that's a series not a not a movie um but you know they end up doing it and like slitting the throats and you know and everything like that and then slitting his throat at the end um i i mean i i think it's cool that they did that you know for him because that's kind of what he said was his you know um favorite death scene or whatever mm-hmm. but like and he got to live it out you know or whatever but like still it doesn't change the fact that there's going to be so many questions after that. yeah you know That's so true. to me it's just sort of um it just sort of ruined that experience for me you know because i'm like oh man this could have been like i would not i i as a filmmaker would not have done that myself but yeah. i didn't make this movie so you know <laughs> I can complain, you know, that's all I can do, you know? Um, and I wonder if there was like a talk about like, should we just leave it at that? Or should, should we add the, um, the, the deaths at the end? Oh yeah. And, I'm sure um, there was a talk about it, but they decided that's, that's the cut, you know, that they wanted yeah. to do. So, right. No pun, there might no be alternate endings. 
I mean, maybe there could be alternate endings, but yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah. You know. It would be cool if alternate endings were the different deaths from the different favorite deaths, you know, but you know what I mean? Like that they oh, mentioned yeah. or something. That would be cool. I would actually love to buy this movie at some point. Um, I don't know if it's available for the, on for the special features. Yeah, for the special features, just yeah. just to own it anyway, because as much as I love Tubi, I see a lot of movies going away on Tubi. You know, so by really? the time this comes out, which is in April, this it may be gone by then. Who knows? You know, yeah. that's the that's the scary thing about Tubi is the licensing. You don't. There's no. I don't think there's a specific time. You know, thing. So sometimes you never know. A thing might be there for, uh, for like five years or it might be there for like five weeks you know Mm -hmm. so um but uh i'm very glad you picked this one and we were able to you know um people start dissecting it um what was your uh favorite scene uh liz i really liked uh in the beginning when it was establishing these characters friendship and I loved the, I don't know, they just, I felt like they just had really good chemistry. Like they were really comfortable with each other. Like they could really be friends in real life. And I like that in movies because when I see people that seem real or having real relationships, it makes me care more about them, mm-hmm. which makes me care more what happens to them. Um, so I'd say that scene near the beginning when they're all just kind of hanging out and chilling. On the hot tub? No, that's weird. <laughs> no, I no, I totally get it because that I love that scene too because it was a bunch of friends. Like you could really feel the chemistry in there yeah. in that Character in that place of mine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jason? What was your favorite scene? You know, I I honestly in the beginning I didn't think the lead guy was really that good. He was he was like you know everybody else was like kind of pulling their weight i thought the lead guy wasn't too good i thought he got better as it went on but for me my favorite scene is when um when bill sinkowski dies where where they're when they're like <laughs> when the jump to conclusions mac guy gets stabbed out front and <laughs> and, they, and they were like you know where he's all there's somebody in your yard like that part i, I just totally loved that part where he was yeah. like and then, and then they're behind him you know like the whole like you know halloween like he pops out of the bushes kind of thing and i i really dug that part you know but i thought that guy like was like really my favorite part of the movie because he kept being like you know oh you got to join the neighborhood watch and he was like almost he's the same exact it. character right? <laughs> right so for me it was almost like it was almost like they moved next to bill sinkowski and he had recovered and he made a bunch of money and now he was like you know running the neighborhood watch it was like it was like office space like it, you know in its own way it had like yeah. a, like you know and so i loved that part that they killed that guy <laughs> And, you know, and, they, and and then they never show whether or not he's really dead like that guy never comes back there's That's never a true you know i was true. in on that or you know he might actually be dead actually now that i'm thinking about it he might it might happen um it was okay so i'm actually thinking about it, but my favorite scene was when they first find out that that this is definitely fear inc you know, mm-hmm. because they're they're all hanging out, and all of a sudden the TV turns on somehow or whatever. I don't know how they got that to happen, but you know, maybe somebody in the other room clicked the turned it on or whatever. Um, but 
that all of a sudden that it's a news reporter talking about their oh, house yeah. and showing like a clip of their house and showing that the other guy's already dead and everything and that he's the murderer. And I thought really that was how they were going to set it up was they were going to make him look like the murderer the whole time. Mm -hmm. So everybody would be scared of him. And then he's like, everybody's dying and he's like freaking out because like nobody trusts him. But like, it goes a completely different way. Like everybody starts splitting up, which they say don't do in horror films right. and everything like that. But I, I really like that scene because I just love the image of like people like realizing, oh shit, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. You know, and everything. That that to me was pretty cool. Like I Yeah, I did I like that, that scene. Yeah. I did like that scene too the, with the news thing and then it should have maybe the ending should have played out like the news scene instead you know where they go oh it's all fake and then at the end they go you know oh you actually did kill your friends or something you know that would have been way better yeah you know? or, or like there you know he got arrested for real for the murders of everybody else you know and he's like it's fear ink it's fear ink you know, and they're like, what are you talking about? There's no such thing as fear ink. Like, this doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Right. And you know what, too? They never showed the guy, the sheriff who gets hit by the car. Mm -hmm. He's not He's not back again. Well, like, like that weird... guy was just in on it? Yeah. I... <laughs> well, I, I always thought, wow, he's a great stuntman. <laughs> like, you know, because, like, it was weird because he, so he pulls them over. While they're they got a dead body in the back, or supposedly dead body, you know, right. in the back, and they both forgot their wallets, so they don't. Which their excuse yeah. for Hawaii didn't work. Going to Hawaii didn't work for the cop, <laughs> and so the cop yeah. goes back, checks on the license plate because it's an unmarked van, comes back and says, you know, this is registered to like this company, and everything mentions his name, and he goes, how do you know my name, right? right. So I'm like. So he might be in on it, right? There's all you know? kinds of people in so, on it. Right. I figured he was in on it, but then they hit him with the car, and then you go, oh, okay, that's just part of it, too. But then he he's never back. He doesn't <laughs> come to the rap party. You he know, doesn't come end. to the rap party, exactly. You know, it would have been nice dig. to see him. Um, I, I'm wondering how hard it would have been to get, like, all everybody from the movie to right. come back for one for one scene, you know, or whatever. Like that Bill should have been at the rap party. Bill Everybody should have been there. Yeah, Bill should have been there. Yeah, unless he's really dead, right. unless this guy is really dead, like the sheriff guy or whatever. Right, you know, is really dead. But I still want to know how did he know that guy's name if he was really dead? Like that's now very confusing. You know, right. either and, he was in on it and didn't come to the yeah. party, or he wasn't in on it and he just was a really good cop. Yeah. Uh, well, it said sheriff, and he wasn't the sheriff, right? He was just like a deputy or, or something? No, he had a sheriff hat. So he, he was had, the sheriff? He was, or he, at least he was working for the sheriff's department, right? So he was, I guess he was officially the sheriff. I mean, he didn't flash a badge, so maybe not. I don't know. It's just like, I hate to say it, but like, when you have sheriffs in, in small towns like that, I don't know, was it a small town? It was California. Was it LA or something? Yeah, that, yeah. It was definitely some kind of LA house for sure. They were, and they were, because they mentioned somewhere that they're going to San Bernardino. She says, I'm going to go to San Bernardino. That's where we're going to bury him. Yeah. My uncle has property. So they're definitely some, somewhere down here. So an LA uh, sheriff 
like I guess and stuff. So I guess that would make sense because LA is so big they wouldn't know who the sheriff is necessarily unless they gotten pulled over before by the sheriff, you know. Um, but it would have been cooler if they yeah, well it was it was cooler that they didn't know who the guy was because then it sets mm -hmm. up like this guy could be could be in on it like the whole time he's like this guy could be a part of fear inc you know right and that's like the paranoia yeah um, of it that's what which, i was just gonna say really like it's just uh so good like i was i was happy about it like i liked it yeah. a lot better than i was expecting it's um, better than a lot of the movies you have me watch <laughs> yeah it was this was at least watchable that's because i picked it Jason, it's, right? <laughs> it's literally because. See, that's the thing. I get, uh, you know, I have a uh, another show I do called Horror Film Lovers, and my friend Lydia always gets mad at me because I pick terrible movies. But I do that for a reason, you know, like yeah, reason for that. But so, um, Lydia, I posted that I uh, picked a movie or I, I had a movie, and uh, Lydia was like, "I like that movie," you know, blah blah blah. And it was Sarah's movie that she picked. So, so of course, that was oh, why I she see. liked it. So any movie that like Sarah picks, maybe uh, Lydia might like. But the ones I pick, generally, I don't know. Unless it's something very specific, like Bride of Chucky, you know, or whatever. A lot. Of, and almost everybody likes that movie, you know. This, this was less painful than one. Gremlins 2. I can't believe you didn't like Gremlins. You like this movie more than Gremlins. This too. is better than Gremlins too. Yeah. Oh wow. Definitely. Uh, that's yeah. funny. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I for some reason I was very shocked by this that I really liked it as much as I did because I don't know. I I just you know you see all these things and they could be a recipe for disaster. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Even just having those big names. Does not guarantee that the movie is any good, right? You know, how many movies have you guys seen where you saw the you know, the main actors and you're like, this movie's just terrible, you know? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I would have said the Death Rink movie I had you guys both watch, but that didn't oh, have any like, big names in it at all. This was better than that. This was definitely better oh, than Death Rink. Would, yeah. Gremlins yeah. Two is better. Be better than uh, the yeah. Death Rink. Yeah, I it think, is. Yeah. So far, that's been the worst I've shown you guys, you know. Um, yeah, De Death Rink. Maybe. This was this, you know, because this had some acting in it, and Death Rink had no acting. Right. That's you true. Know? Um, so I could appreciate it as an actor that, and I appreciate what they were trying to do here a horror themed game. I get that, you know, but for me, the lead just didn't bring it. The guy. I, I mean, I, I think he was, so his character didn't bother me because I felt like he was sort of like that kind of dorky kind of I'm all into horror, you know, nothing scares me because I'm into horror Randy type character that it's just sort of Randy from Scream that, by the way, uh, the first death that you liked uh, with the, the jump to conclusions guy uh, was actually a reference to Scream, supposedly. But he, he mentions that he goes, "Was that a Scream death? Was that the yeah, well, killer? him running and then getting killed by the by the guy in the mask was sort of from Scream, but it wasn't Scream enough where like I would I would definitely tell because it, it it you know Scream's opening is one of the 
best openings of any horror yeah. film ever. Like there's, I don't think there would be anything that could touch that because when you first watch it, you're like, Drew Barrymore's in this movie. That is amazing. And then the first 10 minutes she dies. And yeah. spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Scream, but if you haven't seen Scream, I don't know why you're even listening to this thing at all. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she dies and, and this movie had sort of, I mean, had that, their opening with Abigail Breslin was sort yeah. of more of the Scream. You know, right. because you're like, because you guys were both probably saw Abigail. We're like, I like her. I know her. And then she yeah. sort of died. It never shows her dead, but it shows her get attacked, which I'm like, okay, have you watched any horror film at all? Always check behind you if you feel like you're being stalked, you know, in your backseat. Especially in a parking garage. Exactly. Don't ever take any chances in a parking garage. Right. Yeah, I was I was like, why is she in the parking garage all alone in the middle of the night? That didn't make any sense to me either. And, and you know, I was like, I, that whole I even forgot about that was the opening scene. I totally forgot about well, that. And it was the scream. It was the screen scene. You know. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah. What mm-hmm. they, I mean, which is funny because like later they mention it or whatever. But I thought about it. and I was like, wait, now I'm doing this show. When I was watching it, I was not thinking about that opening at all because I totally forgot about it. The only reason it even brought into my attention again was when when they were in the hot tub and they were talking about Fear, Inc. And the guy was like, my, uh, you know, my boss tried it and stuff. And then she oh, yeah. disappeared, uh, you know, or whatever. We haven't seen her. She hasn't come back. You said something about her like having a mental breakdown, but I think she's dead. Like, he doesn't right. know she's dead. Maybe people said they had her say that. Maybe that's what they do. They go around and somehow start a rumor that the person's in a mental hospital. Just mm-hmm. nobody checks these people, you know, or whatever. They kind of let those, which actually doesn't make any sense, too. Like, you know, wouldn't you go check? And that was all the way in Maryland, right? Like, those people lived in Maryland. So Fear, Inc. is everywhere, Right. His boss was in Maryland. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So hmm. now that I'm I'm wondering, does that mean fear Inc. Maybe is that's like, a plot hole. Well, maybe it's either a plot hole or maybe there was more to it. We just didn't get any of that. Because I would have liked to hear more about what like more about Fear Inc., you know? Like I would have loved well, to understand what that, you know, business was, you know. Like I mean it it sounds like they get a lot of money somehow. We don't we don't know this for a fact, but they get a lot of money and then that's it. Like, you know, like they go and kill people. By the kind of it. like the mob. They do mention the mob. Can I talk about the mob on a podcast? Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think you'll be sleeping with the fishes for it. Okay. You know, I, I don't think. I don't know if I was going to get in trouble for mentioning the mob. <laughs> uh not on my podcast because the mob doesn't okay. listen to our podcast you know you never um, know i did i did meet a guy and i'm not gonna say his name uh he's no longer with us anyway but i'm still not gonna say his name um but he was an actor who his family worked for the mob and i had to transport him from the hotel to a horror convention that he was a guest at and uh he was telling me that he had uh threatened this one director that uh that he would, you know, uh, basically be 
knocking off his kneecaps and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm not going to piss you off. You know, and he said stuff about his mob family coming after this guy. And I'm like, all right, thanks for kind of freaking me out here, buddy. (laughs) Well, I guess when you carry all those secrets around with you for so long, sometimes they just got to spill out to somebody. So it just, you were the lucky one. It got spilled too. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, maybe, I mean, yeah, uh, it's okay. I can, I can be a sounding board as a therapist um for this guy but i i did not want to piss him off and i didn't thank god you know um because i would be and <laughs> my, my knees would have been beaten that's why i still don't want to say his name i have no idea who will hear this um so anyway um but yeah the mob was a big part of this thing too they were afraid that they were gang- they were gangster so they had to bury yeah. the body you know and everything so there's there was a little stuff for every kind of movie thing which yeah. I liked, you know, it was, it's definitely a movie for movie lovers, you know, um, if you don't watch horror films or, or whatever, you might still get a couple of the references, but aside from that, you won't, I don't think you'll care, <laughs> you know, like you'll sort of be into it. Um, I guess what was your least favorite thing about this movie? Uh, I already said my ending, my ending was not the ending. Yeah. But um, aside from that, what or for me, uh, Liz, what was your least favorite? I can't really think of anything, honestly. Um, I guess there were probably some cheesy parts, but overall, I felt like the acting was really good. Um, the flow of the story was great. Cinematography, everything was great. I was really impressed with it. Definitely. Uh, but I think a lot of that has to do also that when I started it, I expected it to be like most of the other films on Tubi. So that's why I was really <laughs> impressed. You mean the ones <laughs> I show you? Good. It is good still. The ones I show you, you're like, oh God, is this going to be well, good for Indie Film Cafe or not? <laughs> is, is this too good for Indie Film Cafe? You might be wondering. That's why um, I asked you that. <laughs> oh okay jason what about you the lead guy the lead guy was my least favorite part of it he just (laughs) he just that dude just did not have it man he just didn't bring it and his silly hair that guy bugged me out (laughs) yeah because he's the one i just didn't recognize from anything really or whatever and like the other friend of his like i said was in like just friends and i i loved him and the girl next door you know that's you something guess. else that bugged me that dude's beard line was not was not cut right and so he, he, watching him and his beard line look look out of place was bugging me out too are you talking <laughs> about the funny guy yeah the, the 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 no i'm talking about the friend the the other dude the the like maryland? Yeah, the one the from, maryland. from maryland that's yeah. who i was talking about yeah his beard was messed up Oh, like, I didn't notice it. I was like, I don't know who cut his beard. He probably did it himself because his beard line wasn't right. So his beard line was bugging me out watching that movie. <laughs> what? Oh there, 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 was, there was a makeup crew in this, you know? Right, there couldn't have been. But I mean, he should have went to a pro and not done his beard himself, I think. Because it looked, it was too high on his chin. It needed I to be lower. It didn't, know, I it didn't I bug didn't me I didn't notice because I was yeah. too busy watching his hand get cut off. 
Yeah, yeah well, I mean, he's wearing his hand get cut off was pretty good. I, I thought that, you know, he could have sold it a little better, but I get too that they were trying to say it was a fake hand. So that was kind of cool. Well, I mean, at one point I was just like, I'm not sure. And they, they got me because I was like, is this real or is this not right. real? And so right. when his hand got cut off, um, I still bought into it because I've seen so many bad horror movies that like his hand getting cut off and it being like fake looking made me think yeah. like maybe they just didn't have the budget for for like that thing. But like when it's spreading out blood and everything like that, I mean this special effects were decent enough to make me like go, oh my god, this is actually pretty pretty yeah. good and believable. That was um, the Saw tribute. That scene yeah. was the tribute to Saw. Yeah, clearly. And, and he mentions Jigsaw, and the guy's like, "I'm not a clown on a tricycle." Right. <laughs> I was, I was I laughing that about part. that. And that yeah. clown on a tricycle's name isn't Jigsaw. Yeah, he's but, not. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what everybody calls him, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like I've never seen it. You never seen Saw? No. Oh, it's huh? like it's like mandatory viewing at least the first one it's i i love the first one um i i i mean i, I like the movie like i like this series you know it's fun i watched um, them all i like them i, I have not watched them all actually but i've watched a good amount but i'm going to um i guess i can mention this because i think by now it'll be over but uh liz hasn't doing, seen it we're doing a uh was it uh, me and my buddy john ward are doing a whole like marathon of them you know but we're doing a james wanathon for uh um what is it uh indie film uh and uh horror film lovers uh channel so we're going to be watching like the nine and you know all the annabelle movies and everything and eventually we're going to get to the saul movies you know or whatever and, and things like that so we'll be watching all of them i may have you Stop by for a couple of them if you want, Liz. Okay, I'd love that. Yeah, just watch a couple of them. But uh thing is, we do this every week. Now. We're going to be doing it every week, and it's going to drive me nuts. Cause, <laughs> you know, that's a lot of work. Um, but anywho, uh, yeah, I I love the Saul. I love the Saul tribute. I love the, uh, as you said, the Friday Thirteenth with the eye, you know, air in the eye or whatever. And and I think. I think that's where I started realizing it was a game was when she was still alive, you know, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, and she was talking to him and she was like, right, go, go, or whatever. And I'm like, she is overacting right now. Like, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I think maybe this might, she might be in on this, you know, and, but then her husband or whatever got sawed. And I was like, okay, maybe not. So I don't know. Like, kept confusing me. Kept making me go, "Is this real? Is this not real? What is going on?" Like, I, and that's like the game, psychological like thriller. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I enjoyed it a lot, you know. Um, and the guy didn't bug me, and the hair on the uh the beard did not <laughs> bug me. So I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't. <laughs> uh, maybe I've seen so much bad like movies that just that kind of stuff just i can look over you know (laughs) or or i just i don't notice people's i'm not very detailed on that stuff you know um but yeah i i i enjoyed it uh did you enjoy it uh, liz 
I did. I like I liked it very much. Um, I watched it twice, and I actually paid attention both times. So <laughs> that's a big thing, you know. That's these days, very different from the movies that we usually watch. So <laughs> it's harder to pay attention to some of those. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, how about uh, how about you, Jason? Did you enjoy it? It was okay. It was yeah. okay. It was all right. Like I said, it wasn't the worst thing I'd ever seen. All right. Well, I think we're getting to that point. We're going to do the uh, do the stinkometer. Stinkometer. <laughs> all right. Um. So Paul usually, when Paul's here, he usually does the whole spiel, but I'm going to have to do it. Uh. So basically, stinkometer is a one to ten scale. One being very very good or less stinky, the less stinkiest, and uh, ten is a big pile of stink. Uh, you can also do 0.5, like 5.5 or 6.5. If you can't, if, if you're kind of teeter tottering over, uh, like you know, a four or five or six and seven, something like that. So, uh, I guess usually we let our guests go first, but since we have a guest host, we'll let the, the guest guests go first. So, what, what, what do you say, uh, Jason? I say five. You it's say five. Yeah, it's right there in the middle for me. It, you know, it wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. Okay. It's, you know? Would you say this is like more mediocre, I guess? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, it, it. You know, had I seen it in the theater, I think I would have been disappointed. But watching it at home, it was all right. So it gets <laughs> yeah. a five. It gets a five for me. Well, one was all right because you could probably pause it and go do something if you felt like it. You know, like uh, right, right. If it was boring <laughs> you or something. But I don't think it bored anybody. But It didn't it just, bore me, no. No, that's good. Uh, what about you, Liz? I think I'm gonna go with the four because I think I liked it a little bit more than Jason did. I oh. mean, it wasn't the best movie I'd ever seen, but I did like it. I thought it was good. Um, so yeah, so let's go with the four. Awesome. I'm gonna go with the two. Um, wow. So I originally was gonna give this a one. You know, for a long time, I was like, oh, my God, this is one of the better movies that we've had on the show. And I was like, holy crap, this is good. Thank thank you, Liz. This was this is wonderful. And then that ending happened. And I go, (laughs) man, like there goes the stink. It just goes one up (laughs) because of that one up. I could have done more, but I was like, it's not because it was a cool death. Like. I really like the girl getting shot, you know, and everything like one guy gets stabbed or whatever. The girl gets shot and then the two, you know, whatever. Like I was like, okay, I'm in that. Like that was cool. But then I started thinking about it and I go, wait a minute. I'm going to start asking, like people are going to start asking questions when these people are dead. And I'm like, because for the longest time I kept thinking when they were in the diner, I was like thinking, so where is Abigail Breslin's character if she is the one he's talking about, you know, or whatever? Because it could have been just another boss, you know, like it could have been that it was just a boss in Maryland. But I'm like thinking it it seemed too awkward. Like, why would they have that opening scene if it didn't actually mean something like it wasn't a part of this movie? So that was the only connection I could think of. So I was like, yeah, the ending you know, uh, kind of killed it, but didn't kill it enough. I, I still, I still think it's a two. Um, you know, this is one of the better 
films and I, I really just enjoyed being, you know, checking it out and, you know, watching it. So I don't know. I would watch it again, you know, and I want to show people it. Yeah. I think people would dig this movie. I, um, I would recommend it to you, I think. Yeah. And I mean, we've had some pretty good. See, that's the thing. <laughs> Most of the time. Look on his face is like, <laughs> y'all are out of your minds. <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend it. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's other things to be watching. <laughs> See, but you gave it a five. I mean, we give it lower. Um, yeah, that's true. That score. I mean, we kind of, I think also like once again, um, Jason, like we've pretty much been, you know, kind of, um, kind of ruining your 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 love for movies by showing you these showing these. me some real no that's not true i love films and i appreciate that indie people trying to make something happen i really do and that's yeah. why they didn't get it that's why they didn't get an eight yeah <laughs> well i mean and and that's the thing too is like indie films sometimes they can get an eight and they can get a 10 we've had a lot of that stuff and sometimes the movies are just so bad we have yes, like Jolly Roger. Are. Remember that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, some, some of these are pretty pretty hard to watch, but it just like this actually felt like a decent professional group. Yeah, like yeah, they knew what they were doing. Um, I mean, maybe there were some plot holes or little things, but I can look, I can look past plot holes and stuff if I feel like the movie was still decently done mm -hmm. and um, the movie was uh, decently done and everybody had a, it looked like everybody was having a fun time with it, you know? Right. Right. I mean, it was decently done. That's for sure. It was yeah. decently done. Mm -hmm. But it was just, yeah, I, I, I get your, I get your thing of me, it being mediocre. I had a feeling that that was what you were going to give it a five or somewhere close to that, you know? Yeah. Um, range because it, it is sort of not your, wasn't your cup of tea. Um, but I'm just, I'm just jaded now as an actor. I just, I just see performances and I go, man, you got to do better than that. I, I know. Uh, I, you really, you really don't I like that guy. Thought, <laughs> I hope you haven't thought that about me at all. No, no, you're my favorite. Oh, <laughs> you're everybody's favorite, Liz. That's right. That's right. Stop it. That's you why guys. we keep asking you to come back. I mean, America's sweetheart. Paul was, Paul was talking to me yesterday and we were doing our recap. I think it's on the recap, so you'll hear it in a couple of days, but or a couple of weeks. But uh, he was like, I, I mentioned you, and because you had done a couple of the episodes, he was like, I'm. She was. He was like, I'm glad Liz is back, you know, doing his stuff with us. And I was like, oh. So there you go. Right on. You, you got all you our guys hearts. Are the best. You I know. had so much fun when we went out to um, dinner when you were here for Scarefest. That was so nice. It was nice. I wish and we all lived closer. I know. We all yeah, need to move to LA. To, with yeah, the, you need to come down here to make real movies and stuff. Like, not me, have, but other people. <laughs> we're going to spill drinks okay. all over the tables, though, so oh, I hope yeah. you're prepared yeah. for that. I'm not making real movies yet, is what I meant. But yeah, you can come here and we can all try to make real movies together. She was and spill drinks. She was referencing that we, 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 well, I'm not, hey, look, I spilled my drink after your boyfriend spilled his, you know, yes. Liz. So, you know, that's only, there you go. There that's you true. go. It was, it was the chain of spilling, you know, right. one person spills, then another person. I almost thought your daughter had at one point, but she didn't. I don't That's think. what I was thinking. I thought I remembered her spilling it, but that was probably a different time. 
probably, but you know, and no, it was really nice. It was really nice seeing you guys. And, uh, it was, we had a lot of fun and I think, yeah, we would definitely, I, I know I want to move back to, L, uh, to LA. So, you know, uh, if everybody wants to move to LA, let's go do it. Let's get a big <laughs> mansion and we'll all let's live together it. and shit, you know? Um, hey, we could turn that into a reality show too. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of filmmakers and actors and other people trying to make it. I think there there has been a a, a, mo- a show about that called the LA Complex. However, a reality show about that might be interesting. I don't know. Something you could pitch. You know, Jason, There's pitch a, it yeah. and then have us all move in. There it is. Yeah. See, there you go. You got to pitch it first because you're out there. <laughs> right. You're making, you're making all the connections. You know, we'll just I'm working on it. On, We'll piggyback on your success. Nice. Uh, I mean, you know, it's who you know, right? And we know Jason. So There it is. <laughs> That's right. You guys do know me. <laughs> well, once again, thank you guys so much. Um, so this is going to be out in April. Uh, give us an idea of what you guys think, you guys. So Liz, ladies first, what, uh, what, like, what will you be doing in April and promoting Well, I'm going to be quite frank with you, Jonathan. Things have been a little bit slow lately. So um, I don't currently have any projects that I'm attached to, but I am every day looking for uh, casting calls and networking. So (laughs) it'll happen soon. I'm just in a slow spot right now. (laughs) You'll listen to this podcast in April and you'll be like, Oh God, I have like 20 things happen since then, <laughs> since, since December. I hope so. All I know right. things kind of slow down at the holidays, so I try to be patient. Yeah. Oh, it's, it goes slow because everybody's doing holiday stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it happens. Uh, what about you, Jason? In April, um, I'll probably have done five or six more commercials by then. And uh, I'll, I'll hopefully by then I'll be working on films and, and doing that kind of stuff, you know, I got a bunch of stuff coming up, uh, you know, next year, obviously, because like Liz said, it's slow right now, but I'm getting some bookings yeah. hopefully going for next year. And, uh, you know, that's what I'll be doing. Just hopefully working, working away. Keep grinding. Keep that's grinding. It. All right. Um, I think in April of next year, uh, Sick Flick Productions should have a store open um, that will Ooh. be selling merchandise. So like this cup that everybody can hear me talk about but can't see uh unless i do a tiktok video of it or whatever uh but uh we've got we're gonna have cups and t-shirts and tons of other stuff we are that is what we're working on right now to hopefully have up by spring of 2023 it's gonna be 2023 is gonna i i want to keep saying it's gonna be a great year (sighs) Come I said on, that about 2023. I, I said that about 2022, and honestly, this is one of the most kind of mediocre years I've ever yeah. had to deal with. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it's sort of been kind of a a boring it, year. It it was pretty shitty, yeah. Crappy, yeah, yeah. honestly, is crappy. Don't use that word. <laughs> I'm mad when I cuss. Right yeah. on. You didn't hear me. Oh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, some really good things have happened, but overall, the year itself, it was crappy. It was so pretty crappy. I'm ready. I'm ready for 23. I am too. Uh, what about you, Jesus? Are you ready for 
2023? Yeah. yeah, man, I'm going to hit big. And I had a good 22. Don't get me wrong. I, I had a really good year. There's a bug right here. But I had a really good year in 22. And in 23, I'm going to do even better. Good. Good. Right um, on, man. Yeah, see, I'm glad one of us, like, because I know my 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 year was not, it wasn't crappy for me, but it wasn't, so it's like funny, It's it was might have been crappy for you, Liz, and I'm sorry about that. Then it wasn't okay. crappy, but it was kind of boring for me. It was yeah. pretty good for, for Jason, so we all had a different sort of year, which is sort of how it is every year, I think. Um, you know, it, it might switch around, the pendulum might swing other way and things might even be better the next year we have no idea you know different seasons different seasons so um right now i'm in season almost 41 so i will be in season 41 next year so i am not looking like just like I'm, i'm ready to like start taking this to the next level so we create a merchandise you know store and start really push in the patreon and things like that that's yeah. our that's our goal you know nice so i mean and that's the thing we don't we don't have new year's resolutions at indie film cafe we have goals and we plan to meet those you know because like resolutions that. like kind of you, you toss those to the side you know yeah. most of the time but anyway well thank you guys so much yeah. and i'll have to have you guys come back on again together you know. Thank you guys. It's always fun. It's always I know we're to supposed you. to work together at some point. Some point. All right. three of us, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we got we got projects <laughs> to, to do. So let's do it. I love you it. Know. All right. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Yes, definitely. It's All right. Good everybody. to see you, Jason. Have you a too, good Liz. one. Take and, care. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Until then, bye, everybody. Bye, bye guys. Everybody.